Yo, what's up, guys? This is Free Your Mind. I'm with my boy JC Smooth. Go subscribe to his channel. Yes, sir. We're going to get right into it. Episode two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to my boy Leon. I'm out here co-hosting. And uh, yeah, we got some topics today, man. After releasing last week's pilot, it was fun. It was a good time. Had some good convos. Hopefully it'll, you know, spark some 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 of you guys in the think tank in your mind but um yeah we got some topics today man and the first one we're rolling out with is Lil Uzi verse paint tape album thoughts what you think Leon yeah bro I just I just wasn't feeling that album bro you know I, I like his previous you know albums before and I like his previous stuff but this one bro was a little too rock or punk rock or whatever you want to call it you know you know he's leaning towards that yeah and you know that's the style now is alternative rap you know that's the style now you know i mean i love my gangster hood rat shit like i love that stuff where you're talking about you know guns and you know the females and whatever i like lyrical double entendres and all of those nice stuff but you know we're in the changing world now where i feel like nowadays you know lyrics and all of that stuff aren't really big into what people like listen to mm -hmm. so i'm maybe i'm maybe i'm a dinosaur for saying this but i just wasn't feeling it but you know everybody's ears function differently what you think about the album or i mean uzi i mean even recently he's like what i like to call vibe rap like it's a vibe rapping like it's it's playing and it's just like the beat go hard. You vibing, you like, bang, you jam into it. It's not something you really gonna out here, you know, mouth the lyrics and none of that. I don't think he ever would. Kind of, I guess. I mean, more recently, I think it's, he's more just that vibe. Like, he, he get the beat down. He gets you on the hook. I just wanna rock. But yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he be on that, bro. He be on that. But the, the album itself, um, compared to, you know, all the other ones, I mean, yeah, this is a Uzi album. Like, it's it, it. He's giving me, he's giving me, you know, some of the vibes he had previously. Um, you know, first half of the album was pretty cool. I, I messed with some of the bonus tracks too. Um, but I ain't gonna lie, I, I I got disinterested after. I'm gonna tell you which specific. I started getting disinterested. I think after two times, or spin again. I, I think that's where I just started slowing up, and I was like, ah, you know, like I was. You, uh, I want to. I want to touch on this, man. Like when he was rapping, and then, and you hear the ah, in my mind, I'm like, bro, that's so demonic, bro. Like, why are you pushing this demonic stuff on us right now, bro? Like, well, I'm on. not gonna say the whole that. Well, I mean, I guess you could actually, low key, bro. It's just like it's just like I, I like how can we call this rap now? Like not now he's bending a genre. I mean, that's good though, because you know it's always good to yeah. mix it up. But at the same time, do we still call it rap though? I'll say it's still. He still be rapping. Mm. I, I say it's a different form. Mm, different form. I want to ask this too. Do you feel like he's at his uh, Lil Wayne phase? Like when, when Wayne was doing the Carter, you know, two and three. Like, you know, when he was by himself just growing his dreads. Do you feel like he's at that phase right now? Or 
uh with the pink tape like we where when you say phase like what do you mean like you talking about I mean, in terms of like how good he's he, he is or like yes right now bro because i feel no like, i feel like i feel like i mean this album good this i mean but just for me personally mm-hmm. i feel like love is rage too and eternal take me personally those past two compared to this one was was peak for me that that was peak for me um pink tape maybe i need to listen to it a few more times i'm not gonna lie i haven't listened to it like that i've only listened to it twice Mm -hmm. i gotta let it grow on me or something but for the most part love is rage 2 and uh an eternal take for me were like yeah like he he, that's peak that's peak him you know what i mean um this one still has some songs that are kind of like that give me those vibes from both of those previous albums, you know. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I don't know if he made it too made the made too many songs, made it too long, but it kind of it just dragged out for me. It just dragged if I felt dragged out after you know the first half of the songs. But I mean, I and I think it was straight. I don't think it was nothing crazy, crazy. But it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. I just feel there's like, like three songs I'll bump to the, to it in the gym if that's what you're trying to get at. Yeah, yeah, that's so, like three. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Know if I because I'm freeing my mind right now, right? I'm just gonna say my my own opinion. I told you this before. I only like one song off the album. <laughs> it's just I want to rock, bro. You feel me? I know all y'all here. I mean, everybody song. does. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, right? And I know all y'all be like, man, you need a, you need a. Listen to more in that album, man. You you know you're not you're not really listening, man. Your ears are too slow. I'm like, no, oh, no. Maybe I'm you like, just have to let it grow on you. I don't know, man. That's the one thing I'm not gonna do is go back into an album knowing that I only like one song off the album. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a tough critic. I'm a tough critic when it comes to albums, man. And I think that album gets an F. Oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy! You might have I to know. listen to it, Leon. I don't I'm know. A, I'm there's a, a, few gems. There, there's a I think there's a few gems in there, but overall, compared to his previous projects, no. But, um, but hold on, I feel like this album is catering to a certain demographic of people. You know what I mean? No, nah, I mean I think he's evolving. Like I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's evolving. But at the same time, like, bro, I don't, I don't know if I could really. This this fits that mold of a like a young, probably suburban person that's like out there trying to turn up and whatever. But somebody like me, I'm like, nah, bro, I can't really rock to this. Uh-huh. Hey, man, that's just me. That's just me, bro. Yeah. Plus Uzi, bro. I don't know if you've seen how he's been dressing, how he's been looking. <laughs> he been on. I mean, we know he's. I mean, we know he's like a. I mean, it's clear he's a devil worshiper. But yeah, yeah, it is kind of mad. I've been. I'm not gonna lie. I've been kind of turned off by Lil Uzi. You know, I mean, I I can't count. I mean, just want to rock. Yeah, I'm messing with it. But I'm not gonna lie. I've been a little bit turned off by Uzi and his whole. Like his look before was kind of unique. You know, he was doing. It was cool. It was cool. Coloring the dreads and stuff like that was straight, whatnot. But the whole like punk rock spiking your afro um 
putting the pink gem in the middle of your face, tied it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, I can only do, I can only take so much of character. I feel like he's just overblowing the character. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, that's. I guess that's just another discussion for another day. But that's yeah, just awesome. for real. I, I feel you on that, bro. <laughs> you feel me? But. Yeah. Yeah, let's just let's move on. Let's move on. Um, let's go on to the to other other topic. I think it's an interesting discussion. I mean, especially nowadays since we're in the internet age. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even say particularly in America, this is probably mm-hmm. like a very valid and maybe most first world countries. This is a very valid uh, argument, and that is 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 a degree still valid these days. I'm going to throw the floor to you. Uh, bro, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't think so, bro. I remember I, I had told you, bro, I was just at a job interview, bro, and my major is studio art. So they teach us everything, right? Everything about, like, art itself from digital to just, you know, handmade painting, sculpture, whatever, right? But when it comes to this particular job, I thought, okay, I just know Photoshop and I'm going to get through this whole thing. Little did I know I need to learn InDesign, right? So then I haven't even learned InDesign like that in in class. You feel me? And even if I did learn InDesign, it would be like a little short segment and then they'll move on. But now it's like, dang, lucky thing I had that knowledge going into that interview that, yo, I do need to learn InDesign because what if I had graduated, right, this coming December, right, fall, and after I graduate and I'm trying to find something and I know that, dang, I don't have that skill, then I'm the one that's like, dang, bro, I'm I'm wasting my money here, right, when I could have just learned that off of YouTube or something, little course that you could get through and then boom, I have that job instead of just being in my own little world like trying to get past these courses and whatever and then i'm like dang bro i don't actually have a job here you feel me and i'm trying to figure out oh where do i fit in know what i mean so that's the thing is like these little skills sometimes bro that paper ain't really gonna help y'all it's like you said a while ago i remember you said bro is what you know if you don't know something, bro, they can't really. Some of most of these places, bro, they looking for people to just okay, you know, you know that. All right, we gonna let you come in here and work and do your thing, so we don't have to watch you or babysit you all the time till you learn it. You feel me? Because I, I mean, trust me, like after you done with school, you are looking for that full time position. You are not looking for nothing part time because you don't got nothing else that you got on your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, I had this convo with you after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like senior, ju- junior, I feel like halfway through junior year into my senior year, I came to the, I came to the, I guess, idea of like, dang, this really ain't valid. Now, let me put some context into it. If you're going to be a lawyer, biologist, scientist, if you're going to be in the STEM field, you know, science, tech, engineer, mathematics, architect, valid. Yes. 
school, college is all valid, bro. But if you're getting involved in anything with business, sales, anything in general, mm-hmm. I guess around that communications degree, marketing degree, mm-hmm. um, writing, you know, obviously, you know, if you're going to do learn some sort of communications in terms of different languages, that makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. But if you're mostly just having kind of like a broad degree in which you mm-hmm. can do a lot of skill sets, which is nothing wrong with this, fine. It's not really valid because these people are looking for people who are have experience or have acquired skills, right? And in a college classroom, how many, you know, you're getting a lot of information, right? You're building a foundation on information, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, how are you really applying this information, though? You know what I mean? What are you actually doing? And when you go on into the workforce, it was funny because when I was doing an internship, they literally look at you and they're like, oh, what have you done? Like, like, what do you mean, what have I done? <laughs> right. I'm working part time. I'm in school. What else can I do? Right. Because a lot of these people, not we're the majority of us are not in a position where we just go to school and we're able to do some free internship or some free volunteering, bro. Like most of us are part-time doing, like if you're in, if you're in school and doing part-time work, realistically, you're not gonna acquire too many skills, uh, you know, outside of your part-time job, wherever you work at, if it's a Walmart, warehouse, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. You have to kind of finesse it in the summer once school's off. True. Um, but the reality is, you know, summer's only like what, two, three months and then you're back in? Mm-hmm. How much time is that? Like, yeah, you can learn something, but are you really building a solid ground foundation of somewhere where you're acquiring a skill? You can. Cer- certain people can, but uh, t- I don't think two months is enough. But I mean, the good thing about me was I kept trying new things and doing new things, you know, um, within those two month periods and whatnot, especially halfway through junior and senior year. They, they really they really don't harp on it your freshman, sophomore year you know, stuff you have to do and get on top of. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, they don't, like I said, when I'm doing interviews and stuff like that, they look at you and they're just like, okay, what have you done? Like, yeah, you're in school. Like, yeah, you got your degree, but what have you worked? What experience mm-hmm. do you have? How can you apply this experience? Like, you know what I mean? Like they're checking you. And then, and then that, that's facts. Of course, it's a competitive workplace. Why are you going to hire somebody that just has a paper to validate paper. their yeah. college you know, to validate their um, future endeavors with you, right? Mm-hmm. College, you know, to some degree it shows, oh, okay, you worked hard enough and you were disciplined enough to finish it. Yeah, that's cool. But at the end of the day, if I'm a businessman, I'm looking at you, I'm like, okay, how are you going to make this company work and make me some money? Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? Like, that's that's how they're wired and that's how they're thinking. And I think they've um, flipped the frame on that. And then another thing is just like, bro, realistically a lot of these degrees well especially in america compared to around the world mm-hmm. <laughs> these degrees are overpriced ridiculously yes overpriced. yes bro i think i just heard on the news bro the i think the supreme court declined uh you know what i mean they're not gonna the, give it to us yeah that that thing is like crazy like look how much people put their time and they and they you know money in there and then plus now they have to keep paying that loan back like bro like yeah well and then most of us don't have that type of job after we finish school right you're not guaranteed yeah exactly you're not even guaranteed the high paying job 
you know, to obviously you got to work and, and get and, and get yourself that high paying job. Of course, mm -hmm. I, I'm in agreement with all of that. But the reality is the the value of the degree in which you receive mm -hmm. uh, the amount in which you're getting paid in the salary of that degree does, doesn't match in which how, how much debt you're going into. It just the True. numbers don't add up. It doesn't make any sense. So we have a major issue with that, particularly in the United States. And that's something that needs to get fixed. And particularly in the Northeast, bro, as someone who went to school in the Northeast, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to li listen. I know, you know, you went to FAU in Florida and stuff like that. And I know other people that went, you know, to FAU as well. Going to school in state in the South is cheaper, but in the Northeast is actually highway robbery, bro. Like they're charging crazy, bro. I think the average in the average cost in the Northeast is like 40 to 50 K per year, bro. Yeah, to go to a school in the Northeast is crazy. It's ridiculous. I'm like, bro, how are, they, how are you even going to like, you're going to be in debt it's, most it's of your like, life. It's bro. like the only perk I see, bro, is you get the first two years at community college free, right? Which I did that because that's the yeah. best route. That's how much you save. True. A bunch of money, you know what I mean? Oh, but some people aren't educated enough. I, I saw this clip. This dude was like, you're making an 18-year-old make a $20,000 to $40,000 a year to it. Like, no, actually, I'm sorry. He added it up. You're making an 18-year-old decide on whether they should make a financial investment in terms of being in debt to $120,000. You can make an 18-year-old make that decision for school to supposedly for a career that they may or may not know because at 18 you're gonna change your mind bro you're you're young at 18 18 yeah. to 24 not everybody really knows what they're gonna do maybe you have an idea but nobody's really firm on it firm right on it. Yeah. and yeah. and the thing is is like you're making an 18 year old make that decision and he brought up a good point i forgot who i saw this on uh whose podcast it was it was a clip and he basically said Imagine you gave kids two options. Option number one, all right, you can go to school for whatever career you want. You know, you, you go into $100,000 in debt. And then option number two, you get, I think he's, it was, I think it was between sixty dollars to $80,000. Boom, sent out to you. You do what you want with the sixty dollars to $80,000. He was like, how many people do you think are going to choose the sixty dollars to $80,000? And they decide what they're going to do with that money, whether it's start a business, whether it's invest, whatever it is. It's you and you could do that. He's like, if you gave somebody, obviously, you know, education does matter. Yeah. But if, if you gave somebody 60 to 80,000, I'm pretty sure the majority, if you gave people the option, the majority of people are not going to pick school. Most people are going to pick the 60 to 80,000. Now, yeah. what they do with the 60 or 80,000 I don't know what they're going to do, but most of them are going to take the 60 to 80,000 that they're provided rather than going into $120,000 uh, in school debt. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> it's true, bro. What? I guarantee you that. Damn, dog. Yeah, but that's, it's crazy. That's that's, a, that's the thing cuz you know, me me being an art major, right? Majority of the people who are art majors they end up being they end up being like teachers you know what i mean right they end up being like uh professors in a way right they or they end up working at like a firm trying to like you know what i mean on using adobe 
whether it's like Photoshop, InDesign, or whatever it is, uh, Illustrator. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like for most of us to have like to have a studio and whatever, you gotta do something on the side. You know what I mean? Because it's just as an art major, bro. You really don't know what you're gonna do out there in the wilderness, bro. You know what I mean? Me, I'm still trying to figure it out what I really want to do out there, but I have a plan. But in order to achieve that plan, right, I got to have other funds to support my dream. You know what I mean? Because everything, art art itself takes money, and that's an investment. But at the same time, you got to find some other hustle to feed that investment. You know what I mean? That's... That's how I see it as as an art major. I know how it, it could be different for other people out there doing, you know, whatever majors they're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, the it's that's valid. Um, yeah, the whole thing with the degree thing again is just overpriced. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, they they people are telling you like, hey, bro, your degree is not valid. It's like, what's your experience these days? You see, I also want to talk about this too, where I feel like in this society in America, right, where it's like you have to go to college to be somebody. I just feel like, bro, that's instilled in us from when we was, you know, going into like kindergarten, bro, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, we got to stop preaching that into these kids' heads, man. It's, it's, it's more so them. Get, them, get them to get a skill, bro. You know what I mean? Yes, bro. Yes. Not everybody can be, not everybody's geared to be a doctor, lawyer, or whatever it is, right? No. There, you need people that needs to be mechanics out there, right? You need people that, right. that need to fix ACs out there, bro. Like, all those other stuff. People they need to promote learn. those options as well. You know what I mean? Yes. This is yes. one-sided type of thing, which I 100% agree on. Um, and another thing, bro, I mean, it's like some of the people, I mean, me personally, I was blessed and lucky enough to have professors that actually worked. I have a sports management degree, which actually worked in the sports management industry and did their thing and their due diligence and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for example, you have some professors they may have some experience, but they didn't have full delved on hands on experience of in the trenches of being in the, in the, in the industry. Right. Yeah. And I say, and I, and honestly, the main point on this that I'm going to make is you have business professors mm. that has never had or owned a business or has made a million dollars, but is teaching a course on business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sir. Yeah. I'm taking this business class. I got the professor. Yo, professor, what business you opened up? Oh, I had a little small business. How much profit did you make? Oh, you know, like 50000 or something like that. Oh, okay. I'm trying to be a successful businessman. And I got a business professor that had a small <laughs> business, but didn't make enough revenue to keep the business. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just talking out. My butt, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why a lot of these online courses are going viral for to learn tech, coding, um, and and other business things like for sales, uh, courses. These uh, these entrepreneurs, these guys that are already successful currently in the industry, they sell these courses. That's why these courses are being 
you know, more funneled out, which is great. You know, I mean, I think courses are great, especially if you're learning from top of the line, top of the line guys. And, you know, obviously we're in, we're in a capitalist country. Obviously, these guys, you know, they're making their money, but the people that are buying the courses are getting value and improving their lives at the same time as well. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is honestly going to be the future, bro. It's going to be certifications and courses, bro, instead of yes. instead of college. I promise college. you. Because, bro, like the rising cost, bro, of just going the to rising cost is crazy. It's crazy, and then they not giving you the the what you would call scholarships like that so easily, bro. All these requirements, bro. At the end of the day, man, people are gonna be like, you know what? I could learn majority of this stuff off of YouTube and get. You really can't. YouTube is literally your university if you want it to be you right bro for real bro it's crazy but yeah man i mean um and another thing you know i don't want to drag the college thing out too much but it's just like yeah just just the courses man i think that's just the future oh yeah that's what i was gonna say it's just i mean i mean for guys anyways guys the male um college attendance is like low it's like super low now like it's it's getting lower and lower by the years and i think that's just because um just noticing that there's no value everybody's like oh why blah, 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 this and that they're just noticing there's no point in going into all that debt if you're just not gonna make enough money to pay off that debt you know what i mean you're right bro you're right so, bro that's just my last point on that you know bringing up numbers i forgot the specific numbers i think it's getting close to 40 60 like 40 40% males and then 60% females. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what the stat is at um, from what I saw the other day. But um, yeah, man, I mean, other than that, let's move on to the next topic. We can go on for hours about that one, honestly. Yeah, that, that was a good topic, yeah. Um, Yeah, bro, let's talk about Draymond, bro. He been wilding this week, man. <laughs> that man been wilding, bro. He been he been a bit uh he been a bit uh, emotional, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Dre just got to take a break from being on, on social media, bro. Like, just just work on your game, man. Work on your game. <laughs> this man out here trying to you feel me go back and forth about Chris Paul. I'm like, bro, the man's your teammate. Just keep it like that. Boom, 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 boom. Right? You don't need to explain. I never liked him. Mm-hmm. Because I beat him multiple times. I don't think it's that. I think it's just because I think it's just because they get they get annoyed, bro. Mm-hmm. They get dummy annoyed. Like, um, it's crazy. Like, I just think uh, Chris Paul's an annoying player. I think everybody got beef with Chris Paul to some degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, he 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 get he get down there down dirty and under you know what i'm saying he be doing his thing um i don't think nobody really likes cp3 but that's okay because cp3 is a competitor what why would you want to court? you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. i think um whatchamacallit bro i think dre they gonna figure it out he just he talking right now he talking a lot he he been a bit of that's that's what i'm saying bro like bro like why do you need to get emotional, man? You got a hundred mil, man. Let's relax, oh, bro. Worked up, bro, over nothing. 
Jesus, bro. I think it's just he just he should stay on his own podcast and talk instead of going on other people's podcasts. I feel like once he go on other people's podcasts, he just start talking stuff that that's not Draymond. You know what I mean? I think people kind of trying to get him out of his uh his comfort zone and say stuff that Dre don't want to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, bro. I mean, it is what it I mean, it's known, bro. CP get under everybody's skin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was funny because on Twitter I saw the other day, remember, remember when Rondo and CP got into it? Mm-hmm. Bro, and they were swinging hands. That was crazy. I was watching that the other day. I was like, man, this man CP got beef with a lot of people, bro. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, another thing that Draymond did, bro, it was funny. Cause I be following this account on on Twitter, NBA Central. I think a lot of people follow it. It was like it was like via Showtime basketball. I ain't watched the, the the post or whatever. I don't know if he actually said that, but it was like Kevin Garnett calls out Draymond Green, uh, saying Draymond punching JP is like a senior punching a freshman who's half his size and walks around <laughs> talking to himself up as if he's like that. Come try me, Dre. <laughs> What is this? But KG ain't say that. That 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 NBA Twitter account was trolling, bro. Mm. Mm. That NBA Twitter account was trolling, bro. But um, it was like what should we call it? Uh, and then Dre Dre respond. <laughs> he said, "I tried you when I was a rookie, KG." And you started talking to yourself like I wasn't talking to you. What's that like? The freshman picking on a senior citizen that's double his size? (laughs) Oh, that's funny, bro. He do it too much, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, why? For what? That's the thing, because he's he's, like, when you on social media for so long, then you start looking. When 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 you go past that time that you usually be on social media a couple words get to you you know what i mean and yeah, plus they, yeah. they always getting messages you know what i mean remember when remember when um chuck was like saying hey man this man had a triple single you feel me yeah that, that, stuff, that stuff be getting to people bro <laughs> that stuff be the triple it single was, stuff man <laughs> yeah bro like one point but you know what Drake single. gonna say he's gonna be like i got four though <laughs> Nah, that's mostly Clay Thompson that be talking like that. But yes. you know, you know how it is. Draymond triple single green, man. That's what I was saying. Backpack shot green, man. You already know. He man. still be doing his thing. I ain't gonna hate on him. You know what I want to know? Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Dre wasn't on, wasn't on the Golden State Warriors, do you think he would still have this type of career? Oh, career? Oh, uh, that's tough. Let's say in another dimension, right? This man gets drafted to the Pistons. You can't put – ah, see, that's tough. You can't put specific teams. You, I mean – No, no, just – like I don't know, a, a team, a team. Other Just say in general, you know what I'm saying. Just in, in general, general, in general, yeah. In general, bro. Um. Oh, be, bro, on, be honest with me, bro. No, no, no. I'm gonna be honest. In general, listen. In general, the deep, like uh, the all NBA defensive team. I don't think that's gonna be any question. Mm. Um. 
I think he he like defensively. That's not that's not a question. I think he'll still have impact. He'll still have impact offensively too. How many assists would he get, and how many like easy layups and dunks he's gonna get? I don't know because he's surrounded by the two greatest shooters of all time. So a lot of his buckets be light. You feel me? And the distributing is light as well because you know what I mean. Um. He does push it in transition, though. Man, that's a great question, bro. If he would be at this peak, he does play with the two best shooters of all time. That opens up the floor for him so much. You know what I mean? And he does a good job screening. Man, honestly, I think defensively, we would see the same thing. I don't know. He may win another DPOY in general. Like, if you play for another whatever team, maybe. Because the thing with the DPOY discussion, that, you, that that's the thing with that. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. To win DPOY, you not only have to be one of the best defenders, but your team has to be top two or three seed, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about in general, that's hard to be a top two or three seed all the time. So he may not get the DPOY, but all mm-hmm. the all-NBA defensive, he'll make it. Cause this is my thing. This is the same so thing. So you saying so you saying he'll be like another Tony Allen? So I'll give it, I'll give it like that. Yeah, obviously he's better than Tony, but yeah, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. He obviously he's better than Tony Allen, but yeah, kind of like that. I guess we would view his accolades kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I was gonna say it's the same thing with Bam, but Bam is a whole nother level defender, better than Draymond. I'm saying my point is Bam has is been the best defender for the past two straight years two years two years bro. year before he ain't win it because he messed up his thumb and he missed 20 games i think and that hurt him mm-hmm. um and then this year obviously he you know why he didn't get it just because we were the eighth seed if, if the heat weren't were a top three seed dpoy goes to bam because yeah. who you guarding everybody are you kidding me bro that's one through five bro and getting blocks and rebound come on stop it but yeah, that's my point. The DPOI, he probably wouldn't get it because he would have to consistently be on a two to three seed team to get that. But the all NBA, that's not a question. His passing would still be good. But yeah, I, 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 just, I just I just had to say that because I don't I don't want to like go off topic, but it's just one of those things in my mind. I'm like, yeah, would he still be that type of Hall of Fame player? Yeah. If he just didn't have those guys around him, bro, you know what I mean. And and I, yeah. I one thing I could say is he a smart dude. This man never he got high IQ. Yes, high IQ, and he know where he's at. He's not gonna risk himself saying, you know what, man, I want to go someplace else just cause, cause I think I'm I'm better on a different team. This man know his his worth, and he know that yo, yeah. he's the glue. He's the glue guy. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just feel like, dog, how he's able to put his his ego aside to stay on a team that can help him reach the Naismith Hall of Fame is, is genius. Because in the age where like a lot of people have everything and they feel like, yo, man, I want to be the star all the time. This man is able to put that behind him and say, bro, I want to win a ring with you. Yeah, he do the little things, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what most teams. That's what most teams are looking for, bro. They need a glue guy. Everybody needs to be a glue guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be a glue guy. But yeah, I mean, just to answer your question, I think he gets all the NBA defensive. Maybe he gets a DPOY one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, 
championship, like in general, I don't know if he would win four. Maybe he could snag one being a glue team one, on another team. One, one. Yeah. But, you know, it's all situational for everybody. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, that that just about wraps up the podcast, man. All right, guys. Catch us later. You know, I'm free your mind. Me and my boy, JC Smooth is out. All right. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.